Welcome to the third episode of Afraid Not. I'm Jill McCormick. And I'm Robin Wall. And we're so glad you're listening in today. Our podcast is here for you. As we share stories and as we hear conversations with other believers, our goal is that the stories show how imperfect we are and yet how as we share the truth of our messes, it truly makes us stronger and that God can use the stories that are shared to encourage you, that you would know you can walk with Him, He can encourage you, and that maybe your day can be better today because of what you hear and that you can be encouraged to continue on in your faith. Julie, the messer we're going to talk to today, she is a wife, a teacher, and a mom, and she is going to tell us about a time when life got frayed for her when there was a shooting nearby the school she worked. She also uses her classroom as an everyday ministry opportunity. It's inspirational to hear her share this, and I know you're going to be encouraged with this story. You will love hearing her talk about how she met her husband, and the moral is to listen to your mother. (laughs) Talk about starting young. (laughs) (laughs) So here we go with Afraid Not. So Julie, tell us a little bit about your life and who you are and your family. Okay, um, I'm wife to Mark, and we've been married almost 22 years. Um, he has almost always traveled for at least the last 15, 16 years, which has kept him very busy, either being in the air or on the road, um, or working out of his pajamas <laughs> in our spare room. And he is he's a busy guy, kind of works around the clock, um, but I am so blessed to have him as my husband. He is really a strength to me and a rock and we always continually keep each other laughing and on our toes um we have two kids matthew is 18 year old years old and a senior this year and macy is 16 and is a junior and this has been a huge transition stage and year for me as a mom seeing both of Mm -hmm, them driving mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh just doing so much more independently so how would Mark describe you if he were describing you? Oh, good grief. Um, I would probably be red-faced if you were describing <laughs> me, first of all. But one of the things you would probably say is my wife, um, or my cook is a good wife, not my wife is a good cook. Um, that is one thing you would say. Um, and I my think kids, my husband would say that too. My so. kids would totally chime in. Um, I've never had a passion for that. If we're talking about things we have passion about tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um the fire alarm or the smoke alarm goes off more often than not when dinner is ready. I just say it's cheering for me. The smoke <laughs> alarm is just cheering for I me. I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, he would say I'm great at shopping math. I am a... <laughs> yes, percents off. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm a thrift store shopper. I love it. And um, he, he would just say that we are great at laughing together. Yeah, That's something I've are. noticed when I'm around both of you, yeah. that you bring laughter to the conversation, the room. You bring <laughs> a lot of joy and laughter with both of you together. It's really fun. Thank and you do individually as well. And you all have known each other a long time. We have. We have uh, my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> as His, in when you were born yes, a long time. Yes. His mom was there when I was born. Um, we have a baby blanket that his grandmother actually knit that she said this is going to be for a very special baby. Aww. And um, our his mom was my mom's principal. Our dads taught together at the high school 
Um, his dad was like electrical engineering and drafting, and my dad was an art teacher and counselor. So uh, we, we, we have history there. We <laughs> definitely do. So uh, when It's pretty cool how God wove that together. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, my mother actually told me when I was in college that she knew I would end up with, her, with him. Really? And yes, yes, she did. And I thought she was crazy, told her there was no way, and... We ended up years later. She was right. She was absolutely right. <laughs> so, so, see, listen to your mother. You should listen to your mother. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> and you are uh, a computer teacher in one of our Owasso Public Schools, right? At Stone Canyon. So, tell us about that and how you came to be a computer teacher or tech teacher there. God is so good. And uh, my daughter reminded me that I need to be more comfortable with the uncomfortable. Because God is super good at stretching me and putting, putting me in places that I'm not always comfortable with. Even this tonight um, is out of my comfort zone. But um, my husband had gone through a layoff, which was a first for us. And so I really felt like I was called to go back to teaching. And I was really praying, though, for a sign that I would know how this was going to work out. Because I had had a few years where I was staying at home with my kids. And... Before that, I had taught third grade, and so I was really down on my knees, having a moment with the Lord, saying, okay, Lord, I really need you to show me. Um, just give me a sign. Give me a direct sign if you want me to go back to teaching, and the phone rang, <laughs> and right you know, when, when God calls, wow. you have to answer, and yes. it was it was the possibility of a job, and someone at... Um, our church, who is now my principal <laughs> and has been for the last decade, um, called to inquire about if um, I had applied for a position and that he had heard my name recommended by his wife, who I taught Sunday school with, that, um, you know, if nobody had really applied for this position, I might be interested in coming back to teaching. And the funny part was, is that this was not really a position that I felt skilled for. And so... The as position? Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I was the girl who could barely download a picture. You know, <laughs> I can't who even needed help really? at Walgreens. Who this was not my jam. This was not what I was good at. And so I went from being on my down on my knees crying for the Lord to answer my prayer to you know laughing and going. Are you kidding me, Lord? Is this is this, <laughs> is this it? And so I was very thankful that. Um, my principal really wanted somebody who had a heart for teaching and a heart for kids and was mm -hmm. willing to let learn, me learn grow it. in my ability and skill um, in this role. And so I took the position, and it has been, God has stretched me every bit of the way, but it has really been a blessing in my life. So That's so cool. So did you have to go back and learn, like, do tech classes or anything? I absolutely or you just did, learn? and I'm still doing them. You know, Google certifications and... Um, watching webinars and lots of great things. Um, I usually am the first to say, send me, because I know I right. can always stretch mm -hmm, my knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, but, but yeah, I did. And it's, it's, been a, it's been a journey. And it's funny how God always equips us for each step of the way. And we may not have the skill then, but I notice he provides the means to have it. He provides right. the knowledge yeah. and he provides yeah. the resources and provides the tools so that we can do what he's called us to do. Wouldn't the Julie Messer from 10 years ago be so surprised 
if she could glimpse into your day to day now and how God has brought you so far down. And now you're you're a real leader in your building with getting people to do seesaw, the new tech thing that everyone in your whole building is going to be getting basically student portfolios where parents can get glimpses of what cool things are happening in the classroom. And that's neat. God did that through you. It's pretty cool. Well, I am a big cheerleader. And so if I can learn about something, then I am definitely going to promote it, give Mm -hmm. it PR and want everybody to jump on board too. And so I think that has been really effective in working with my staff and coming from the classroom beforehand too. I know where they are. Um, as far as trying to fit so much into a day and meet so many needs. And um, one of the things that I think we've been able to do as teachers, as a ministry, you all too, I know that you're all in education Mm -hmm. as well, Mm -hmm. both uh, Robin and Jill, is that you see so many kids who you are able to encourage in a day and uh, just share that they have value and they have worth and um, that they have a purpose. And Mm -hmm. I think in little bits we do... We are able to share that every day and in lots of ways with so many. So you use your classroom as your ministry? Yes. Yes, I do. And, you know, I may not be able to share scripture mm-hmm. or um, be able to share the word of God as far as part of my lesson plans, but I think that's in your demeanor. Right. And how you treat students mm-hmm. and um, just the way that you talk to them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yes. Absolutely. One thing that I know is really dear to your heart is being a great mom and being really intentional with your kids, your awesome two, your son and daughter. And so would you talk with us about what it's like as you're raising them and the season you're in with them, and they're just amazing, wonderful kids. Jill and I both know and love your kids a lot. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I think a mom's glory is when she hears great things about our kids <laughs> and, and gets to see them just independently doing things for the Lord. And so this summer has been a real blessing and a transition too because my kiddos have been out and about doing lots of things without me. But at the at the same time, I've been able to see God using them um, in different areas where they're serving, whether it's going to a children's camp and working or um, going up front and wanting to serve on the decision team or in VBS. And so I maybe have not been there at all of those events, but I've gotten little snapshots from friends who have been, and it's just been really neat to see God moving and working in their lives. And um, one thing that, you know, Mark and I have done is we have just really tried to be honest with our kids, have discussions with them. When things have been tough for us, we've tried to, to share those and let the kids know on their level mm-hmm. um, that that we've needed to rely on the Lord. And so when God has has met those needs or has, has walked us through those times, we've really been able to celebrate together as a family. And I think that's important to do. I think kids are smart. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think that they, they sure perceive are. so much more than we know and right. realize um, sometimes. And I think that that teaches them how to be friends when they to others when they're walking through tough times as well. So Well, because, I mean, I know both of your kids, but Matthew in particular because he's close to my son and Robin's son, and he's like their go-to. Like, if they're, if they're struggling in their friend group, they're all looking for Matthew. So that's, that's big to me. I mean, the compassion that you've taught in your kids. Yeah. Yeah. You. I, mm-hmm. I, I think that that is something that the Lord has just instilled in him. Yeah. And... Um, 
And that, Macy, too, both your kids have a huge impact at the school. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, and you know, that's what you want. You want for them to be able to serve in their own way and to do their own thing. And um, that really, that brings me joy as a mom to know that and to see that. Absolutely. Well, I would also like to ask you about how you have built a strong foundation in Scripture. And what is that? What does that mean to you? And and how would someone who's listening today begin if they're at square one and they don't really have that built in their life? So what would they do? And how has that been important in your life? Well, I think that the word really came alive to me um, right after I had Matthew. And this was in 2000, the fall of 2000. We had just moved to a new town. I had been teaching and stopped to stay home. And a neighbor invited me in our new neighborhood to go to mm-hmm. a Beth Moore Bible study. And this was in 2000, so she was Love not Beth well Moore. known back then. Oh, yeah. Um, by that many people, at least. And uh-huh. I went, and the first study I did was Breaking Free. And it just the a, came to life for me. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was amazing. And gave me such a hunger to continue to be in Bible study. I loved the relationships I developed. The friendships I built there were so sweet in that time um, with other moms and other women who are walking through the journey of just wanting to grow in the Lord mm-hmm. and wanting to live for them, live for Him and glorify Him in their marriages and their motherhood and, and all the aspects of their life. And so that was, that was a great season for me. Um, one of the things that I learned through Bible study, and you're probably noticing the stack I have over here, is um, just the power of Scripture. And she has a book called Praying God's Word. Mm-hmm. And I have that book and Believing, I think it's a Believing God, Believing God yes. Study Team. Right. Yes, I did and that one too. both of those talked a lot about believing what the Word says, speaking the Word of God. And so I have these note cards and I have different sets of them from different seasons in my life. One of them I noticed on the back was like Faith Journey 05, you know, um, Walking with God 03. And some of them have the same scripture in them. Some of them are different. But they're, they're scripture that I felt like I needed at that time. And there were promises from the Lord that I felt like I could claim and mm-hmm. that I could speak and that they could remind me of who he is and uh, who I am in him. And so those have been, you know, those were a comfort to me then. They were a strength to me when I was walking through some trials mm-hmm. of my own. And... Uh, they're, they're just great reminders. And so anybody who's struggling, I think that the power of God's word, speaking it, writing it, saying it, is big. It's big. Oh, yes. I, amen. <laughs> so do you have times that you've walked through that have made your life frayed? That okay. Have been yes. Uncomfortable? Ab- absolutely. Um, I, I could make a fringe jacket and skirt. And, <laughs> oh, yes. And yes. yeah. And skirts, <laughs> boots. Exactly, exactly. I have plenty of times when things have been frayed. Um, My first teaching job, I was teaching third grade and um, pregnant with Matthew, third year there. And I was on my way to school, going and getting supplies for our AR party we were going to have that day. And I arrived a few minutes later than normal. And when I did, I noticed things seemed very different. Um, The atmosphere and I realized... um, Almost instantly after I walked on, walked in, that we had had um, we had had a major disaster, um, a crisis 
that one of the worst things that anybody would want to hear is there had been a school shooting. Oh. And um, so it was so scary. It was not in my building, but it was in the building that I had interned in. And um, thank the Lord that um, all of the children survived and that mm-hmm. um, it was not a situation where it was a, it was a tragedy, but it was one where um, the Lord was in it at the same time, too. And mm. it was very scary for all the kids in my building, obviously. They probably um, had siblings and things. Siblings right? in that building. Um, you know, you always have kids who are teacher's kids, too, right. um, mm-hmm. in a small community. And it, it was a very scary time. And um, one of the scariest things, I think, for my own husband was that um, someone we went to church with was working the scene and working the side of all this. And they called him and said, uh, Mark, I just need to let you know we've had a school shooting and we can't find Julie. And Oh, because you'd left. Well, I had taken kids to the cafeteria. Right. Oh, we were okay. calling parents. Um, you've got to remember this was in 2000 when not everybody right. had cell a cell phones. Had, right. yeah, actually, it was 99, the fall of 99, when not everybody had a cell phone in their pocket. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're trying to get together parent lists and things like that. And so that was that was very scary for him yeah. and very scary for me as a teacher and students and parents as well. So um, God walked us through that scene. And there was definitely a lot of ministry, I think, that went on after that. Um, comforting kids, being there, and being able to see God just um, work in that time. Mm -hmm. Even though we couldn't, you know, verbally share scripture, and, uh, you know, that was not part of something we could do, I think being a light in the school system during that time was was huge. Oh, yes. You know, there are lots of times when I can look back and... um, I, you know, have, where I've struggled with maybe my own sin insecurities, and I know that as um, a young woman, um, probably in my late teens, early 20s, I'm really struggling with my own securities and finding my worth and my value in Christ. And that is a tricky time for any woman, I think. Uh, so true. Right. And, you know, it's probably even more so today with social media. Mm-hmm. I agree. But um, for me, I, I really struggled with knowing that I was saved and that I had a walk with the Lord. But sometimes just finding my identity in the right place. And I think too many times in that, that age and in that season of my life, I really looked for validation externally. And once I came to the realization of that's what I was doing and that just wasn't filling my cup, mm-hmm. you know, I, I confessed that and the Lord also reaffirmed, find that in me. Let mm-hmm. me fill your cup. And through, through his word and through strong friendships of placing people around me who uh, were following him and were strong in the word, I, I really came to find my identity in him. And I think that that's something I am passionate about is people realizing that Jesus Christ is our personal savior. It's a personal mm-hmm. relationship with him. He meets you where you are. He fills your cup. We are all different. We all have um, strengths and weaknesses and allowing him to fill those, those spaces, those spaces in your life that only he can fill. And I think it's important to... Um, per- be purposeful and mindful in that if, because 
Otherwise, we're going to find other things to try and fill that hole Absolutely. with. And a lot of times, right. they're not healthy things that we try to find to fill those, those holes with. So one of those things I know that you're passionate about, too, is being involved at church and being plugged in at church. So talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. We have such a love for um, our local church, and they're so thankful for our church. Um, right here, getting to sit with both of you all. You all are very involved in our church, <laughs> our pastor's wife, and... I know that Jill, you um, are involved in music and so much. With well, my church. family is. I'm just kind of a momager. The momager. You know, I respect both of you in the roles that you lead in um, women's ministry as well, and the way you're uh, seeking to connect others with each other and with Christ. Um, but for us, it has just been such a joy to be a part of our church. For our kids, they have had so many people who have poured into them and who, like you said, have given them the courage to lead and mm-hmm. to be passionate about the, the gifts and the talents that God's put within them. And without that, I, I don't think maybe that they would be um, as easily to share those things with others. And so they've give, been given opportunities to um, serve here within our town, through the mission, through mm-hmm. other things that God is opening doors through, different um, avenues to serve younger grades right. and there, you know, mm-hmm. here in the States when we've had projects with San Antonio, Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. different things. Um, and, you know, just the way that God's calling them in other places too, it's really been neat. Um, and for us, for Mark and I, he's allowed us to be a part of a small group on Sunday mornings outside of just a worship service where we are in the Survivor Sunday School class, right. which I love. Um, it <laughs> awesome. is a group of lots of different ages of people and different ages with their students so and their kids. Some of us are on the older end of that, but that's Right, fine. well, me too, me too. And But we've been able to kind of have a little bit of a multi-generational um, group that has really been able to stand with each other and encourage each other in our marriages in our walks with Christ, in our parenting, and that has been a real blessing um, to be able to grow from one another and then to serve one another mm-hmm. and through through crisis times that we all hit. And so I, I love the church. I'm thankful for the teaching we get, the worship we have, and just the ability to be there with one another, to strengthen each other and to develop those roots so that you have people to, to hold you that's right. In those right. storms. Yeah. So, the word says for us to not forsake the assembling, assembling together, as is the habit of some, but all the more to encourage each other as we see the day approaching. So every day that we're closer to the return of Jesus, we need each other more and more. We need the encouragement of our sisters in Christ, our brothers in Christ. Absolutely. And I'm really glad that you talked about how important it is to find your identity in Christ. I feel like that is one of the most important things our listeners might need to hear today. There are so many women that may be struggling and wondering, how do I fit in with with all these? And as you said, the social media, comparing is, is such a comparison really robs our joy. And for us to come back to the truth that Jesus loves us just as we are and that he has made us each individually so unique. I'm so glad you shared mm-hmm. that passion with us, and I hope that our listeners are really un- taking that in and understanding that they are made of great worth in God's sight, just as they are, and that their identity is found in Him, and His purposes and plans are beautiful for them. 
And that none of us have it all together. And I think sometimes people, when they're trying to find that small group, they they walk in and think, all these people have it all together. And nope. so I'm not going to fit here. Nope. So <laughs> we don't. Once you deep and you are, like, live life with those people, you go, oh, none of us really have this figured out. So it's all fine. Um, do you have any podcasts or books or anything that you're loving? Um, I have just finished the book, The Masterpiece by Francine Rivers. Love Francine Rivers. I am a Rivers. huge fan of um, her Christian fiction. Mm-hmm. I think it is fabulous, mm-hmm. and it has a story to tell. And for anyone who reads it, it's fabulous. Some of the Bible studies that I love, authors, include um, Kelly Mentor, if you haven't done um, Seamless by Angie Smith, that is a great study for anyone at any age and stage, I think, just to see how the New and the Old Testament tie together. Oh. And I love that one. Um, huge Beth Moore fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, huge mm-hmm. Priscilla Sure fan. Uh, the Armor mm-hmm. of God is a fabulous study if you yes. haven't done that. And so I really encourage you to just plug in, find a local church that is doing a Bible study, and become a part of that. Another book that um, I have read, begin reading recently, is one that I found online um, called Women of the Word. Someone had suggested that, and it's about biblical literacy and the importance of knowing who God is so that you can truly know who you are. And the author is Jen Wilkin for that book. Okay. And we'll try to put links to some of these on our show notes. So don't, if you're driving, please don't write those down right now. We'll just put it on the show notes and, um, have that resource available for you. So any last final words of encouragement? I just want to encourage everyone, um, to, to go ahead and, and put yourself out there, uh, find a small group that you can be part of. Mm -hmm. I really highly encourage you to find a group of ladies that you can be comfortable with, that you can be with mm-hmm. you with, um, that are believers that can encourage you and stand with you. Um, you know, social media is not the place to uh, right to air out everything <laughs> and let all the oh, crazy hang out. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I think it really is important <laughs> to have a group of believers who you can share your battle scars with and your wounds. And, and you can show you're crazy. And yeah, show you're crazy too. I mean, we all have it. Um, but but really be able to share how God has walked through you through the storms with you, how he has carried you. And it, it develops such deeper bonds with one another. And I think in ministry, there are always those people who are willing to lead who have been through those storms. Right. And so if you if you think these people haven't walked through that. We all have. Mm-hmm. We all mm-hmm. have. And that's mm-hmm. and that's why we're still standing there mm-hmm. and willing to share and to lead is because we have seen the way God has worked in our lives and carried us through and been real to us. Right. 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 Well, thank you for coming, Julie, and for sharing with us and thank actually so for sharing this twice because we <laughs> are learning. True, true, and, uh, true story. Yeah. Speaking of Freud, we may, have del- may or may not have deleted part of this the first time. So thank you you for your gracious (laughs) attitude. And you're such a sweet shining light. We just love having you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here with you tonight. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this. If you would go and subscribe to our podcast and also 
you can rate and review us on the iTunes app, and that helps us to get more listeners, and it kind of bumps up our ratings, so that would be so helpful if you could do that. Our podcast today was recorded with the hope that it will bless your life and help you in some way. Remember that when your life is frayed and messy, you can trust God. Colossians 1.17 says, He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. Have a great day.